Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl, and today we are counting down your top five episodes from the year 2019. Last year, can you believe it? Hey, I hope you had a good New Year's Eve. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, you're probably hungover. This is probably a nice thing to do. Lie in bed, cool dark room, headphones on, listen to this your top five episodes of 2019. If you didn't listen to last week, how I've been doing this is I got ev- I asked everyone to vote for their favorite episodes, and these are the episodes that you all voted for. So we will get stuck into this. Oh, I should point out, so I did the stats. So we had 40 brand new people come and do the uh, podcast this year, 40 of them, and also a very good mix of live shows and studio shows in the mix. There's five and five. Anyway, let's get stuck into it. So this episode we're going to listen to now is episode one, four, seven. Yes. So this was a really good run of shows. When I go through the stats of what people voted for, episode one, four, seven, one, four, eight, and one, four, nine all got uh, pretty high in the votes. This one stars Tom Ballard, Broden Kelly, Nina Oyama. And Perry Cassie. So two first-timers, two people who had done the pod many times before. This was, if you listen to last week's, Nina mentioned that she was doing MDA April. This was in the middle of wet March for Nina where she was drinking every single day. So this is, uh, we're going to pick up this episode halfway through the introductions. I'm about to introduce Perry Cassie. I think in the actual episode, if you go back and listen to it, if you go, oh, I hadn't actually listened to that one, but I'm going to listen to it. I think we were 10 minutes into talking by this stage. I hadn't even introduced all the guests. So this one, episode 147, you're number five on the best episodes of the year. Let's hear it. Finally is another first time to the podcast who, when you type his name into LinkedIn, it comes up with a lot of results for a woman named Catherine Perry, but none for Perry Cassie. Can you please welcome? (laughs) It's Perry Cassie. Um, Welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. That's uh, was it, what, what, what job did she do? Well, you were the first one. You were first. Oh, well. had comedian, writer, photographer Perry Cassie, number yeah. one. Nice. And then Jack a lot, of, a lot of Catherine Perrys. Ah, so a lot, like over two pages. Is it Katie, Katie Perry could be. Well, <laughs> is she a Catherine? Catherine Perry of the, <laughs> of the Perry estate. <laughs> She'll be Catherine when she releases like a, a film. Yeah, when she's sure. a director. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, isn't Catherine Perry the one that sings the Jar of Hearts song? Dinner, no, it's Christina Pats. Perry. Oh, okay. Well. I, I know that because I Google my own name and that's what comes up. So. <laughs> it's 
it's a banger. Isn't Catherine Pelly the Amer- African American performer who does those sh- uh, movies where she plays lots of parts? That's Tyler Perry. So sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. doesn't Catherine Perry? Isn't they? They are in Friends, aren't they? They played Chandler. No, it's Matthew. Perry. Oh, okay. And your Catherine, turn, Tom. Catherine Perry just died recently, didn't she? Oh, how? Uh, no, that was no, no, no. It was Luke. That was Perry. Luke Perry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on. Isn't isn't doesn't Catherine Perry come in five different levels of heat at Nando? <laughs> That's very, very true. Sorry, Perry, Perry. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, okay that's yeah. <laughs> true. This has got to be another one. <laughs> no, no, carry on. It'll be an Easter egg. Our first game <laughs> is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I read out status updates by one of you four, and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. Your names are your buzzers. You had a point if you get right. Isn't Catherine Perry what happens <laughs> when you injure yourself and you can't walk anymore and you're in a wheelchair? No, that's periplegia. Oh, I see. <laughs> I'm so sorry to interrupt. That was my mistake. I apologize. Let's move on, please. <laughs> so you get a point if you get right. If you get it wrong, the point goes to the person who actually wrote the tweet. So you can't buzz in and guess for your own ones. Your names are your buzzers. First one. Can, sorry, before one? we begin, can I ask, is this a nightmare for you to do around festival season? Because everyone's tweets is, come see my show. Here's my two show's on sale. For two years has been a nightmare. <laughs> it is just Scott Morrison's an arsehole, Trump yep. is a dickhead, yep. cancel this person. Good. It's so bad. I need get, a new first round. Get Miranda Devine on. Yes. Oh, I'll get Rita Panini, or what's her name? <laughs> 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 Weirdly racist in a different yeah. way. Um, <laughs> it's like Rita Rody Bread or yeah. something terrible. Rita Panini's Panini. a RuPaul drag race. <laughs> <laughs> Season 48. Roti Panini. Yeah. All right, our first question is this one. You say we're trying for a baby. I hear... My husband's been doing huge cums in my pussy. Tom, Perry, yes, yes, Tom. <laughs> that is Nino Yama. You are like, correct. No yes. <laughs> Point there for Tom. The tweet wrong. It actually says big huge cums in my pussy. Big huge cums. Oh, <laughs> I wrote it. I did write it wrong. Do you have Sorry. the stats on that? How many read tweets? That's, Do you the, know? that's the pin tweet. Pin. Yeah. <laughs> it got nine, almost ten thousand. Yeah. Oh, that's massive. What? Congrats. Yeah, it was cums. a meme. Yeah. He's people from my high school reached out to tell me I was doing well as a comedian <laughs> after that tweet. Oh, I That's hate great. this world. And, <laughs> and none of them had watched Tonightly. <laughs> What's Tonightly? Uh, hey. Hey. Okay, our next question. I love you more than boomers love iPads. Nina. Yes, Nina. Tom Ballard. No, that was Broden Kelly there. Wait, Point there for Broden. Arnie Donna. Auntie Donna can be topical. <laughs> Not just silly jokes, but often is. Was that one year? Did you write that no, one? No, Sam Lingham. Sam? Oh. That's yes. how this goes when an Auntie Donna member is on here, yeah. is that we represent, I've, we've got a little writer's room. No. But nowhere near as many likes or retweets as Nina's one. I, iPads are either used by... Boomers, yep. the elderly, or tiny children. There, yeah. I, there's no one in anywhere near my age bracket that's I regularly see on an iPad. All my dad does had a heart attack last week, but all he does is. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's not funny. Yeah, mild heart attack. Um, He's dude, fine. Tom Ballard died two days ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry about so, that. Uh, Wayne Kelly is my fine. My computer though. broke down. Okay, is yeah, I'm so <laughs> sorry. Uh, but he just sits on his couch, Facebook all day on the old iPad, and oh. they're old iPads too. They're yeah. you know your 2010s, your 2011s. Like one you'd find in a primary school classroom. Yeah, like absolutely. But you're 100%, yeah. yeah. Question three. Stop the boats, yell the people on the sinking ship. Perry, is that Tom? That You are correct. <laughs> yes, Tom. Come on, people. That was a re- I thought it was a red herring. That's a gimme. Yeah. yeah. 
I was tricked because the one that I thought was Tom before wasn't Tom this time. So I was like, I'm going to stay quiet. It's tough. Can you do it in oh, you, how you'd sell it on stage, <coughs> that tweet? <coughs> All right, everyone. Sit, sit down, everyone. Sit down. i got something to say. <laughs> Is that how you start your show? Yeah, every day. Every time. Every day. <laughs> Stop the boats, said the people on the sinking ship. <laughs> you see, good, the Liberal yeah. Party's a yeah. sinking ship and they've de- turned to desperation, demonising people who arrive by boats. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's good. It's very clever. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Premium satire. Fucking jeez, I'm better than this. Question, <laughs> question four. I will never post nudes or butt pics to Instagram. I just want to clarify this is not because of my cavernous asshole. Tom. Please oh. stop these rumors for the love of God. I am proud of my cavernous asshole as it took a long time to stretch this big. Oh, yes, Tom. <laughs> Perry? Yeah. Oh, oh you know. it's oh, me, it bitch. I'm sorry. There's a little trick as well. I said this on the last time I was on here. Who there's an easy way to do this for the people in the room. Whoever starts looking at the table, yes. it's their tweet. <laughs> there it is. Then it's straight do down. It? And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to imply that I think you have a cavernous ass. That's all right. It's a fair assumption. <laughs> Did you get people from school tweeting to you about that one? No, but I got 463 likes. Wow. Nice. That's pretty good. Approximately. I don't know exactly about, but that's approximately. Was that the awkward second album after yeah. the first tweet? Oh, no, there have been many awkward second and third <laughs> You'll just have to check my Twitter and find out, to be Great. honest. Follow Great. me, at Nino Yama. Thanks, guys. <laughs> give me a fucking blue tick. Can't, no, don't give me a fucking blue tick. I know, it's fucking bullshit. We don't either. They are Who's really dick? hard on them I don't now. either. No. <laughs> Whose dick do I have to fuck to, <laughs> to get a blue tick? You have to fuck my dick. That's how oh it works. God. You have to have sex with a blue tick and then... But Tom, you wouldn't even like it because you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a go. Uh, it's oh been God, a while. Stop. That's so nice. Thanks, man. Question. I hear you have a cavernous asshole. So <laughs> it might work out just fine. Just like sausages down a hallway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to look sausage. up the stats on my Stop the Boats tweet. I think it was pretty bad. <laughs> just like... I actually think I retweeted that. Thanks, man. That's okay. Anytime. Question five. Imagine being a murderer, getting away with, with it for 30 years and then getting undone by a podcast. Broden. Yes, Broden. Perry. Yes, you are correct. A point there no. for Broden. I was going to guess that. There, there was more to it as well. Oh. It goes on to say the Zodiac could be could be two overconfident straight white males away from being arrested. Nina. <laughs> Perry. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Very. Are you into true crime podcasts? I do like true crime podcasts. I like uh, my favorite murderer. I think, but I also I just like documentaries and I just like watching people die. I think. Is uh, <laughs> have you watched the Ron Idle series yet? No, it's I haven't. The Good Cop is insanely good. I know it's not funny what I'm saying, but there's a brilliant Australian crime series on Foxtel. I don't have Foxtel. My I family have Foxtel. does. The Good Cop. Check it out. All right. Oh this is so boring. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> it's not yeah, ABC My favourite true murder podcast is Do You Know Who I Think I Am with Josh Earl. <laughs> oh, so the close. episode where Nina kills Broden. <laughs> it's not very long. No. Question six. You can get chicken breast, turkey breast, but no beef breast. Why miss out on those tasty beef titties? What did they ever do to you? Perry. Uh, yes, Perry. I heard you. Broden. No, that was Nina. Um, I put that for Nina. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sensing a brand. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get. Oh, well, they would be teats. Beef titties. <laughs> well, they'd be like the udders. Little udders. Yeah. yeah, why not? What's wrong with them? I'd suck on one. <laughs> I'll cook one up. I'd baste it. I'd roast it. I'd slow cook it. 
guys, I'm really drunk. How many, <laughs> how many beers have you had? Have One, we, have we explained I'm, that Nina's doing wet march? I'm doing wet content? march or I drink alcohol every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken a toll. <laughs> Nina is the, only the second person ever to come with a six-pack on the podcast. So well done. Really? Yep. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Who's the no first? No hospitality. Uh, my friend Zane, who I did a show just with my actual real friends, not comedians. You know Zane? I know Zane, yeah. Zane's the name of the silver Power Ranger in Power Rangers in Space. <laughs> He's also the name of the, the, I think, the white Ninjago character from Lego. There what a you go. cool name. Yeah. Hey, Zane, you listen to this. Hi. <laughs> Question seven. Sorry if this action shot makes you scared, but tough titties. It's action week and I don't give a stuff. Tom. Yes, Tom. Froden? Yes, you are correct. Yes, yes. point of Tom. What was your action shot? I just went out. I was my week on social media. And, so um, you have weeks. You yeah, and we actually at the moment have a social media person who comes in once a week and um, does all our work. Yep. And uh, uh, Dom, her name's Dom, and she said to me, can you give me your photos for the week? And I went, yes, and I just gave her my camera and just went outside and started jumping around. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, it's Broden, just say it's Broden Action Week. And then uh, and I've lost the passion for what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to change careers. <laughs> Question eight. I hereby announce my candidacy for ABC chairman. Nina. Yes, Nina. Tom Bella. You are correct, Too yes. Obvious. Too oh. obvious. It was during the ABC leadership spill where Michelle Guthrie <laughs> got <laughs> stabbed in the back by, no, okay. Yeah. 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 And walked away with a cool $900,000. Mm. She deserved 1.4, I think. All up. Is that what she it was? walked away with the 900 and then the compensation was uh, extra, Six, yeah, 740 or something. 740 something. <laughs> I just imagine her walking around with a sack of money and then they're like, hey, come back. Yeah. And then they're like, here's your other money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then she got two sacks of money. But she wanted a job back. Can you imagine her going, if she got her job back, oh. and going back into that? So yeah, that's it's a terrible idea. Now this Ita Butt Rose. Yes. Yes. Ita Butt Rose. We were having a bit of fun with that, weren't we, Tom, on the day that it happened? I, I tweeted my picture of the cake. That's right. Ida, and yes. you were like, hey, how do you feel about the C word? The C word, She's yeah. left Studio 10. Yes. And now she's on ABC's The Chairman. Yes. And, and also had <laughs> my favourite program. <laughs> also had a Barbie doll named in her honour. There you go. Was it called Ita Butt Rose? <laughs> <laughs> Butt Rose Barbie. <laughs> this Barbie is called Ita Butt Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. You smell like a rose. Right? Yeah, butt rose. <laughs> Crushed. Enjoy this Barbie doll of Ita Butt Rose. Guys, be respectful. She made a magazine. She did. Please With welcome her. the new chairman, Ita Butt Rose. <laughs> From Studio 10. <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> Question nine. Just came across the Instagram account of a model that just posts videos of her farting on things. 429,000 followers. This is why I need a hook. Broden. Yes, Broden. Nina. No, it's Perry. Perry. Point there for Perry. I thought asshole stuff. <laughs> nah. Nina. Nah. There's one nah. more Too than easy. one in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Bugger, sorry. Good account. Follow it. Is yeah. it just really her? It is. It's just this model. Her name, if uh, if you Google the hashtag Fartini, uh, it's just her <laughs> farting on different people. Uh, it's fantastic. <laughs> Please welcome the new ABC chair, <laughs> Fartini. Fartini butt rose. Would you studio 10? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> um, is she an attractive woman, would you say? Yeah, she's a model. Right. Yeah, like, she's super attractive, but it's just, she's just videos of her, like, farting in an Uber and then getting out and running away. <laughs> oh, my God. Hashtag I'll fart with you. <laughs> See? And now I'm back in love with 2019. You know what I mean? Hate, hated it before. Love that. Yeah. What it sounds like person. she's had a lot of beans. Yeah. <laughs> so, the farting's not a sexual thing. It's just a, this is funny. I'm no, it's fart. funny. It's, yeah. uh, it's a hook. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, does she, so she farts in Ubers and then leaves? No, not, so not just in Ubers, not strictly oh. Ubers. It's, it's many things, sometimes in a swimming DD. pool. But does, DD, it, yeah. does it linger on the person experiencing, because that's called crop dusting, right? That's a technique. That you do to people you Flight don't like. Flight attendants often yeah. crop dust they crop down dust, an aisle, yeah. Crop dust the field, bartenders, <laughs> retail workers, all jobs I've had. <laughs> all places I've crop dusted. <laughs> Could crop dusters crop dust? I'm sure they yeah. do. Yeah. But they couldn't because you can't leave the cockpit. Yeah, but they could dust the crops with their farts <laughs> and the dust. They would just fart I in guess. a tank. Yeah, fart yeah. Save them up for a year and then go, here we go, we're going to fly over a school. <laughs> the logistics just of that. Just release aren't... them on a herd of unsuspecting cows. <laughs> <laughs> and no. our last question for the round. Imagine all the things I could do if I wasn't such a stupid fuckhead. <laughs> Tom. Yes, Tom. Broden. No, Nina. Another oh. player for Nina. Oh, I'm sorry, Broden. <laughs> That's the most insulting. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a stupid fuckhead with a cavernous arsehole. <laughs> okay. We're down to the top four now. Now, when I put the vote up, it was interesting to see what people were going for straight away. There was one that was on top, and then by the end, another one overtook it. It was very exciting for me. But the one I was more interested in was there was uh, a comedy duo who for a long time were neck and neck. In the last day of voting, one went in front of the other one. And so now we're going to hear episode 180, Live at the Catfish, starring Andy Lee, Reese Nicholson, Tom Ballard, another appearance from Tom Ballard. He's doing very well for himself. And Eve Ellen Bogan. This was the very first episode of the live season at the Catfish. And it was it was amazing, but it was really interesting because because you compare them all to the other ones. This one, the energy in the room before it started was really, really great. Loved it. And the episode the following week, I kind of felt like, oh, wow, the energy is not as high. Uh, but maybe because people were so excited about the first one, they go, yeah, now we know what's going on. This is going to be good. So uh, if you're in the room, thank you very much for everyone who came out to those seven. Now, here we go. Let's listen to... It was very hard to pick which bit to take out of this, okay, because we had a lot of bum talk coming from Andy Lee. We learn a lot about Andy in this episode. Uh, this, this bit, I think he may allude to his bum at one point, but, uh, yeah, I don't think it's, it's not too much bum talk. Here we go. Here's a clip from episode 180. <laughs> This round is called The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. As John Lennon sung, so this is Christmas. And what have you done? Oh, I thought it was the end of the financial year. Yeah. <laughs> tax time. Yes. I would have thought you'd hate tax time. But anyway, because um, he's very rich. Well, in this, round, in this round, we're going to go and talk about Christmas. And today we're talking about a young Eve Ellen Bogan. That's me. Who had a Christmas <laughs> to remember when she celebrated Christmas at the home of a Hollywood celebrity. But what happened that made her remember this forever. Was it A, Eve attended Christmas at Robert Downey Jr.'s house. Robert kept the salt in the sugar bowl 
and all Christmas everyone was forgetting and fucking up their coffees? <laughs> was it B, she spent Christmas Day with Macaulay Culkin? He spent the whole day being an absolute prick to people, but everyone around him was making excuses for his behaviour, saying Christmas is very hard for him because, you know, the whole home alone thing. <laughs> Eve laughed at them and said, you know that wasn't a documentary, right? <laughs> or C, Eve spent Christmas Day at Harmony Corinne's house, the director. Harmony was obsessed with having mashed potatoes and for six hours while she was there, he just mashed potatoes. He would make them, taste it, break down and scream no, and then start all over again. <laughs> One of these is actually true. You have to ask her questions to try and figure out which is the correct answer. You get a point if you get it right. You don't all have to answer together. How long Floor's ago open this? questions. When I was a kid. So it was like 20 or 25 years ago. Okay. I don't think any of these are true because you're Jewish, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you're a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's an odd thing to... I mean, I yeah, Jews don't live over Christmas. That's, <laughs> you solved they it. They, they fade away for a couple of weeks and then just yeah. all appear again. Um... What was Macaulay Culkin's house like? Uh, it was exactly... No, it wasn't exactly... It was a, it was a mansion. It was huge. I think his parents um, had stolen a lot of his money, mm -hmm. was the thing I found out later. Um, so it was, yeah, massive. People, you know, preparing stuff, putting stuff everywhere. Um, just like, I guess you call them servants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Employees. And it was your parents that, that invited... No, I... We had a family connection to his nanny. When he was a kid, or whatever, baby, like Minder, uh, who obviously didn't do her job very well. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, she kept leaving him alone. Oh, yeah. uh, um, what What's the director's name? Harmony Corinne. What has that person directed? Harmony Corinne was, uh, I think he was. Well, I didn't. I know that he was in Kids. That's how I knew who he was. In uh, what? Kids. Oh. <laughs> you know, he wasn't Michael in Jackson. kids like that. Right? <laughs> God, I was going to say, Hollywood's kids a darker a place movie, than I thought. It was like a documentary style. It wasn't a documentary. It looked like a documentary style uh, movie of teenagers in New York during the AIDS epidemic. And Chloe Sevigny was in it. And that was the only way that I knew of him at the time. But oh. I know since then, he was kicked off Letterman for trying to pickpocket Meryl Streep. Uh, <laughs> I told him to do it. Uh, <laughs> what a great narrative. Yeah, but now he's doing other stuff, but I only knew him in that one span of time. You're a frightfully good liar. <laughs> like, we, we've just gone well, into I'm both stories. Well, this both is like story, a yeah. real Jew persecution. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just like said well, you both just all stories. Hate women. Like, uh, <laughs> um, okay, so Robert Downey Jr., um, mm. what was it like being at his place? Uh, it was, yeah, it also had a huge in house. Incredible interrogation going on here. <laughs> What was that like? <laughs> so you murdered someone. Uh, what was that like? Did that feel good? Well, well, what are you vibing then, Tom? What do you think the right answer is? Oh, no, so, sorry. I do want to hear more details. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. May I finish? Oh, please. <laughs> uh, yeah, also huge house. Um, also. Um, what did he put on? What food? Uh, he didn't put food on, please. Yeah. He was a heroin addict. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, if this is like 25 years ago, that's like... like I always believe that one because... No, actually, no. He was almost dead then, wasn't he? Like twenty-five <laughs> years ago, like he wasn't really a Hollywood person anymore. He was kind of like he go uh, nine nights for a little while. What was your connection to him? My cousin, my first cousin's son, um, knew him in LA. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it's not that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or that fucked annoying thing where it's definitely that one. Yeah. 
I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and what did Danny Jr. do? He kept putting the salt. So he had. Um, that wasn't salt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he had a um, like a sugar shaker that had salt in it. Right. And then everybody kept pouring it uh, into their coffee, thinking it was sugar and it was salt. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Would that's the wildest thing that happened at the Robert Danny Jr. Christmas. I was too young to be um, involved in the crazier things. I see. Yeah. But it was yeah in uh, Malibu. Were you? Would you have been about Macaulay Culkin's age? Then? Yes. Oh. We fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it all went real. <laughs> and he was like, "I felt better after Michael." <laughs> <laughs> what? Why are you good. groaning? Yeah. Why are you actually yeah. groaning? <laughs> we all know what happened. Yeah, yeah. And he defended him, and Michael's dead. So I can say anything. Uh, I'm Jewish. Anyway. <laughs> was Kieran there? Um, his brother? No. Perkins. <laughs> Kieran Perkins. 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 Yeah. Perkins. My swimming hero. <laughs> Michael Klim was there. I, th- I think so, but he wasn't as famous, so I didn't really, I didn't really notice. Oh, you, you're a real star fucker for a seven-year-old. What do you think I'm doing on this stage? <laughs> Well, don't fuck him. <laughs> his his tunnel is all over the place. I got lost in there. <laughs> I stay away from tunnels. That's your job. Oh. <laughs> okay. What do people think, Tom? What do you think? So, sorry, Danny Junior. What was the second one? Colton or Harley Corinne? Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Colton. Why the you hell You go not? B. Okay, yep. Andy. I'm going to go with the director. Mm. Harmony Corinne? Only because I have no idea who that person is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Reese. What was the other option? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. So Robert Downey Jr. Macaulay Culkin. Just to be... I'm going to say Downey Jr. You're going to say Downey Jr.? Why not? The correct answer was Robert Downey Jr. Yes! Guys, yeah. it's definitely not that one. Yeah. Or it creepily I, is I was that being one. a bit Sh- big. <laughs> but yeah, my, my cousin is his son's god. Father, and then vice versa. He's my cousin's son's godfather. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I think the point is you were wrong, <laughs> Tom. Very wrong. I wanted to believe that you fucked with Golly <laughs> When I heard I was wrong, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right you the... took back the power with that one, but <laughs> you, you still don't get the fucking point. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Now we are moving in to the top three. Now, this is what I was saying. So there was the comedy duo, Andy being half of that comedy duo, the other half of it, a man called Hamish Blake, who only did one episode this year, which was a live one at the Comedy Festival for the Festival Club, recorded at Max Watts. This was a very late night one. This was huge. This was the biggest gig I've I'd done of the podcast ever. The Max Watts was completely full, so I think that's about 450 people were in there. A lot of them had never heard the podcast before. If you're one of those who then now listen every week, thank you very much. It was great. Now, this lineup was absolutely mammoth. So it was Hamish Blake, James Acaster, Des Bishop, and Felicity Ward. The whole show was amazing, but I'm going to take one bit from the show, which was something that was not prepared. Doing this show, because I know most of the stories that are going to come up, and so... Doing the show, it's kind of like, all right, let's see if we can get this on track and get to this story and hopefully they, this person doesn't say that bit now because then I reckon it'll be better if they say it after this bit. And I'm trying to play puppet master and try and get everyone to tell the best version of the story they can. But then some things come up which you cannot orchestrate. 
you cannot have control of. And so halfway through the round that we're coming off the back of, there is a bit where even on the recording, I say, hey, what's going on down the end? If you can't share it with the class, don't share it at all. And then Felicity and Dez kind of looked at each other, didn't say anything. And then as I'm going into the next round, Felicity just thinks, actually, I will tell the thing that Dez told me. And judging by her reaction, I'm sure she wished she didn't. Here is episode 152, your number three episode of the year. This Did, is, can we tell you what? Yeah, what, what were you laughing at? So I made, said he married his mother and Des leaned over and said she passed away three weeks ago. Today. Yeah, but I wasn't going to share it with the group, which, and that's I why. You said that was, I thought you said that was a joke. No, no, no. I said oh I, I'm God. joking in that I'm telling you as a joke, but, but, but no, but it's real. <laughs> but that was between us. That was between us because we've known I each other. Was, a lo- I thought you were joking. Oh my God. No, like, um, like I was joking in that oh, I shouldn't the, have told you that. It's the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> it's the best day of my life. For everyone, for everyone <laughs> listening, the whole audience just did the Felicity feigning thing. <laughs> uh, film again. Start filming uh, again. Sorry, I was uh, not going to... No, Felicity, so that is not my sense of humour to make a joke that my mom died if she hasn't died. No, I know for everyone else, they wouldn't have made a joke that their mom died I'm if she so had died. I'm sorry. But no, no, don't oh worry. You fucking relax oh with the emotions now. I'm a fucking Irish-American man. I don't feel anything. So uh, I've been fucking hiding from the feelings for three weeks now. Don't be doing my feeling for me. Guys, it's been anyway, great it's, to see you all. You should come see my show. I talk a lot about my mom dying in the show. Please, but, uh, please see Des's show. So, Felicity, Guys, I think we can all agree. It's anyway, honest... on the subject, can I just say one thing since, it's been, since we've been on please, the subject? Please, please. A lot of people, as you can tell from be... the audience's reaction, a lot of people don't know how to act. You know when they find out like your mother died, even though you really just say, I'm sorry for your loss, or condolences, and you don't announce it to the fucking room. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't you know, know it was real. But, but the, a, lot of people, a lot of people like to say, Felicity, you're the only one feeling bad. Like, I could give a fuck. Like, honestly, like, I love you. You're such a good friend. So, anyway, um, a lot of people like to say, like, oh, uh, um, she's looking down on you. And, and, like, that is nice. And you find yourself doing that, even though I don't actually believe that. Like, you find yourself doing that, being like, she's looking down. And you're like, doing Joshua's podcast, she's looking down. And you're like, it's a nice thought, you know? But then at night, like, you're in your room, jerking off, and you're like, nah, it's just blackness. There's no, I really there's no she, fucking heaven. I really hope <laughs> she, just, she just watched the matinee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now I suddenly find myself looking at my phone with the backside up. Guaranteed. It's like, just in case. So, because of that, Des, I'm going to give you a point. It's the least I can do, okay? You get one extra point. Ah, my mum's dead. Both my parents died before I came here. (laughs) Man, if ever. What did you say? Sorry, James, I missed that. What did you say? Both my parents died before I came here. <laughs> if, if ever there was... Grandparents is nothing. You don't even get a compassion fair for that. Oh, yeah, if ever there was a time for just to do one of these patented next questions. <laughs> next Next question. question. At Dez's mum's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. This is our final round, Flick. Don't worry about it. It's the only one Speaking more round. Speaking of final, I'll never see my mother again. I'll tell you that right now. My mother's gone. She's gone forever, never. <laughs> She's gone. Oh, I've never laughed. So I guess this, this didn't happen on House of Crazy Games, did it? <laughs> no. Never would have, although, Can um... we cancel the festival after this? It's not. This is as. 
bad or as good as it's Oh, come on, get. this is good, man. Good uh, All right, this round is called Who, 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 Who. Now, in this round, I read out ten questions about all of you. Sorry, I think it's more like boo hoo 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 Now they give a shit about your little games, Josh. We're talking about mortality. Stop trying to... It's going to happen to all of us. We're all having an existential crisis. No one cares about Twitter anymore. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read out ten questions about you. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your names are your buzzers. Maybe let Des buzz a few in. Okay, guys? And... If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. Only round you can lose points. Sorry if you lost, Des. And, uh... <laughs> don't worry, she's up own. there looking down at us, <laughs> She thinks this is hilarious. I'm so sorry, <laughs> right. Mrs Bishop. Question one. Who here was a child model? Who was a child model? Uh, the Incredible Age Dog. Yes. Just Des, because yes. he's got great genes. <laughs> yes. He's got beautiful great genes. genes. <laughs> great. That's right. That live on. <laughs> I'm putting it, po- I'm spinning it positively. That's we right. move forward. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, this is actually a 100% true story. At the funeral, we had this amazing priest, right? <laughs> Father Robert, clearly gay, not a problem, just a big <laughs> performer. And uh, I, he did like loads of research, and he, he said that when the bishops used to come to Mass, they were the best-looking kids in the parish. They were the models of St. Kevin's. So jokingly, I said under my breath to my nephew, actually, we weren't models. <laughs> and the priest said, oh, were you models? And I was like, yeah, we were models for four. And he was like, they actually were models. And the church was like, this is fucking great. The like, improvising priest, but she is still dead, unfortunately. Yeah, she is. But it was a great Very moment at the funeral. Dead. And she would have been happy that the priest had noticed the cheekbones. <laughs> Question two. Who here was once in a kid's band called Baby Chino? Oh, baby what? Baby oh, Chino. Incredible age, uh, yes. dog. Um, that's got to be Felicity. You are correct. Yes, point there for Hamish. I feel, <laughs> only because I know it wasn't me and I feel like it's an Australian term. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was also, I wasn't even full-time Baby Chino. I was filling Baby Chino. <laughs> what Brutal. What did you play? No, oh, I played the daughter of Papa Chino and Mama Chino, except Papa Chino was black and Mama Chino was white, and I am only white. So Mama Chino was not faithful. <laughs> Who had to call the fire brigade because they were locked in their bedroom? Oh, Felicity, that yeah. Hamish? No, that was James Acaster. Oh. Ah. James. Watching oh, no. the Three Amigos. Watching Man. the Three Amigos. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I called the fire brigade to, to yeah, the, brag. The, the, the I got out of my bedroom. In. It was a tiny little flat I lived in, and, and the firemen came in through the window, and the first thing they said was, they went, oh, it's boiling in here. And I was like, most of places you in are on yeah. fire. <laughs> like, it's just not... You fucking comment in on that. This is having, like an ice bath for you. Yeah, I'm having a wank and, and, and like... <laughs> avoiding my tuna's out. Tuna's yeah. out. I paid him $12.50 just to yeah. sit on a step so far. <laughs> Were you just trying to recreate the burning bush? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was doing, yeah. <laughs> Question four. Whose dad got them a family pet dog by swapping a vacuum cleaner for it? Des. Yes, Des. Hamish. No, that was Felicity Ward. Point oh. off, Des. We got a poodle. He was so, from Lightning Ridge. Shit, His so name you, was Licorice because he did a poo that looked like Licorice. And so nothing you, so you, to fucking use to clean it up. You swapped a Dyson. I mean, that's a good poodle. That's a good dog. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't a Dyson. Electrolux? It was Electrolux, mate, yeah. It was pre-Dyson days. We didn't know. <laughs> I mean, great to get a purebred for an Electrolux. It was the 80s. It was a different time. I get it. <laughs> People didn't care about poodles back then. A lot of bartering. 
Question five, who holds the record alongside Brett McKenzie from Flight of the Concords for New Zealand's highest grossing film-based promotional pizza? Felicity. I mean, that, it has to be Hamish, sure. You are correct, yes, yeah. it was, yes. We were in, we're in a, uh, a small, like an indie New Zealand film and there's a chain of pizza over there. It was called Two Little Boys, this film. Chain of pizza over there called Hell Pizza. And they did like a, I don't know, like a promotional thing where they like had a special Two Little Boys pizza. And the, the head of, we met the head of Hell Pizza at the premiere of the film. He was so excited because he's like, he's like, guys, uh, got to tell you, this is the highest grossing <laughs> New Zealand film based pizza we've done. <laughs> But for a second, we felt like yeah. we had the highest grossing New Zealand film of all time. <laughs> Based pizza. Based pizza. <laughs> did they, so did they do all New Zealand films as pizzas? I think it was a thing for a few years where every time a Kiwi oh. film came out, they're like, we're going to, you know, we'll think of some toppings. That the Once Were Warriors one definitely had an egg on it. Fucking yeah. hell. Like it was... <laughs> yeah. The black sheep was just burnt lamb and stuff. So, yeah, um, but that, that's the title we still have, I think, to this day. It was a hell of a pizza. Question six. Who here was ostracised from a board game club? Felicity. Yes, Felicity. I want to say James. You are correct. Yeah. It is James, yes. Yeah. May we ask over what the, what the disagreement was? Uh, it said Kepman Board Games Club, which is the town I live in. I turned up with a board game and it turned, up, turned out it was like no one else had board games and it was all stuff that was like, um, like Magic the Gathering and stuff like that and really serious things. And I joined a... Uh, a game that was like a World War II game and I was so bad at it that the person I was paired up with wouldn't let me have the nice biscuits afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> what a burn. Main streets. I, yeah. I, I hadn't earned them. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. Who once got so badly sunburnt the sunburn started bleeding? Uh, James Des. No, that was Hamish Blake. A point oh. off James there. Hamish. Oh, you lose a point when you... Not schoolies. Yeah, first oh, day. Schoolies, sure. The, 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 the schoolies, like you finish year 12, you go away to the beach or somewhere like Queensland, you've never been before. And we are not beach people in my family. We are mountain people. And <laughs> I am very, very pale. And I was with all these kids from other schools that just had like great bodies and killer tans. And I went, right, we're here for seven days. Today's a write-off. Obviously, I'm, I'm very pasty and a bit fat. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to lay down a base tan today. Based and I got in. like third degree burns oh from this. I woke up the next day that it bled so much, the sun, but like the, it scabbed and bled. And I got up out of bed and the pillow stuck to my back. Oh, oh God. So I did. Like a shell, like a and turtle. You know did you really get weird? scarring? Oh, I definitely have cancer, 100%. It's in, there. It's, in there. <laughs> it's in there somewhere, just waiting to come out. So yeah, I get skin checks like weekly. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's coming. It's coming, guys. I saw it go in. It's got to come out. <laughs> Next question. Isn't that amazing that that's still not the most intense moment of the night? <laughs> well, I've had cancer as well, but we won't get into it. <laughs> Felicity, do you want to talk about Jess having cancer? <laughs> he has. She knew about that. I didn't know about that one. Oh, so you can keep some secrets. <laughs> just... I thought he was joking. <laughs> just... No, it's a very funny joke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving my flight and I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going back to London. Next question. Who... Please. Who here is pen pals with a member of Radiohead? 
Oh, uh, James. Yes, James. You are correct. Oh. Yes, point there for James. Wow. Very impressive. It's fucking cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's the, it's the uh, cool... It's I, the... I can't wait to read your next letter to him after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Philip, don't... I have some awful news. <laughs> Please don't stop sending me your secrets, but... <laughs> <laughs> We did, we did a, a radio, like, a, a panel show together about 18 months ago and I'm a massive Radiohead fan and he, I, just, I was so nervous when I met him but I was, like, like, being really cool. You can see how cool I can be under pressure. <laughs> and I, I just licked the microphone. I... <laughs> so we go and do the radio show and then at the end of it I said, I just want to let you know, I'm, I didn't want to say this before but I'm actually a, a massive fan. I've seen you, like, three or four times. And he went, what, of Radiohead? What? <laughs> Look, we don't get that very much. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I can't wait to tell the other guys. <laughs> Which one? I probably remember. Did you find us on SoundCloud? Yeah. <laughs> and um, I said, I just spent all my teenage years just um, like going and seeing bands and I was in a band. And he goes, oh, do you still play? And I went, oh, yeah, but I'm a bit of a rock, like bedroom rock star. <laughs> you know, baby I was Chico, in baby Chico, you? <laughs> <laughs> what was, was like, parents? <laughs> are you? You're not baby Chino, are you? <laughs> I, was always, I, I always thought person. you should be more tan. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you must I be mean, adopted. not like Hamish tan, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit of jam on the top of the baby chino. <laughs> <laughs> pillow on this baby chino, and I don't know why. Is it a marshmallow? Is it a pillow covered in blood? <laughs> so anyway, he said, do you still write music? And I said, oh, yeah, kind of. And he said, I'd love to hear some. I'm like... Sure, Philip Selway. <laughs> That's a lovely thing to say. Anyway, then I said, oh, would you mind if I got a selfie? He's like, not at all. You take a selfie. And he goes, would you mind if I got a selfie? I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> okay. And so he, he took a photo. And then um, I was going to leave. I said, it's so nice to meet you. And he goes, I really would love to hear some of your music. If you're interested. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I said, well, I'll take your email address. Philip Selway, drummer from Radiohead. At gmail.com. .co.uk. And and I I wrote to him and I said, uh, if I ever get the balls, I'll send you a a song. And um, and he said, lovely to meet you, please do. And then about a month later, I was by myself at home having a wank. And I... uh, (laughs) The door was buzzing. I feel sorry for your tutor. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I thought... I wonder if there's any songs that sound okay. And I listened to my songs and they all sounded shit. And so I thought, excuse me, I thought, oh, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just re-record them. So I just did it on an iPhone and just, like, got my guitar, sung two songs and just had them. I just, I don't know what happened. I had, like, a blackout, press send, and off they went, right? And then he didn't write back, obviously, because he's Philip Selway from Radiohead. And then, like, a month later, I get, dear Felicity, I'm so sorry for the delay. I've been busy. No shit! <laughs> and he said, I listen to your music. And then just paragraphs of feedback on my songs. And he's like, have you thought about what you're going to do with the song? I'd use the melody as a roadmap. What? And <laughs> so I'm, like, living my childhood dream. It was unbelievable. And then about six months later, I'm Did like... Did you write back, mm, thanks, but no thanks. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what I'm doing musically. <laughs> yeah. You do you. I'll do it's my thing, okay? It's not a democracy. It's my music. <laughs> I was sharing them with you. I did not ask for feedback. Oh, I'll tell you when I want your feedback. Thank you. Yeah. So about six months later, I'm like, I wonder what Philip's away from Radiohead's up to. So I just dropped in a little email. I was like, hey, Philip. Told him what I was up to. And then he wrote back. He's like, oh, 
sorry I haven't got back to you, we're in South America. Of course you are. <laughs> and then told me what he was up to. And then he said, I listened to you on The Guilty Feminist, you're very funny. I'm like, oh my God! <laughs> and then he said, if you, I mean, if he ever hears this, he's going to be very embarrassed and never speak to me again. But I don't care, we've seen each other. And he said... He said, if you're, ever, if you're ever in town when Radiohead's playing, I'll get you some tickets. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then at the end of last year, I was like, I was just feeling ballsy. I'm like, fuck it. So I wrote to him and I said, hey, I'm doing a show at Leicester Square in March. Uh, it's a kind of a big show. It's a big deal. I don't know if you're interested at all, but do you want to come and see the show? And he's like, me and my wife would love to. So on the 9th of March, the drummer from Radiohead came and saw my comedy show in London. Yeah. It was unbelievable. I'm going to say false. false. <laughs> <laughs> Just too, too much many details. <laughs> too, too many much. details. I, uh, I couldn't help but notice in the story there you did not get his wife a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my wife would love to come. Yeah, one Yeah, ticket. I'm sure she would. Again, didn't yeah, ask for feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, his name is, her, her name is Kate. She is delightful. Our final question. For the you, really, you really are putting that in just to yep. really just sandbag this in case he does hear it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so you know. She's lovely. I'd love for you to come around for dinner. Phil, if you're listening, Kid A is one of my favourite albums. Well done. Okay. Uh... It's actually Philip. It's not Phil. I asked him. <laughs> FYI. Oh, I was talking oh, to a different oh. Phil. If uh... you guys meet Philip, I just don't want you to embarrass yourselves. You know? Our <laughs> final question. Who here told me their special skill is guessing people's pin numbers? Felicity. Yes, Felicity. Oh, I was going to say James, but then he looked like he was going to go and answer, so I'm going to say Hamish. You are correct. It is Hamish Blake. P numbers? I could be a cop. Pin. To be fair, like I mean, again, on... the email where I was like, no, here, here's some you said, things. the email said, no, no. I, that's my special skill. I literally said, yeah, I reckon I could have a guess at someone in the room's pin number and I'd probably get close. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, just playing the one in 10,000 statistics. <laughs> Like, if I was, like, 6565, five, might not be it. But someone in here is like, <laughs> fuck, that was close. <laughs> guess mine, guess mine. I'll tell you if it's right. I haven't got any money. Four, five, 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 five. No. Someone? Oh. Not even close. Not, as I think I can do this. not a single digit. <laughs> not a single digit. I know it's a one in 10,000. But what I'm saying is uh, somewhere that landed for someone at a real... <laughs> Deep level. <laughs> Talk to me about it afterwards. <laughs> good party with Sally. Very good stuff. Now we are going into the top two. Now this episode was number one for the majority of the vote. This one went out very strong. Very, very strong. And then in the last like week or so, people kind of voted and the one that did actually come number one got a big surge in the last week. So this episode was recorded here at Stupid Old Studios, not in the studio where I'm recording now, but just downstairs on my mics. I don't think it mattered because the people who I booked were all very, very good friends. It is episode 161 with Harley Breen, Damien Carnan, Geraldine Hickey, and Kirsty Wiebeck. This episode was so much fun to record because, like I say, everyone knew each other. Also, it was... Not rushed, but it was like I didn't have much time to put it together. I think uh, Kirsty was a very late addition to the to the episode, as she was in episode uh, one hundred and eighty two as well. She's a very good person. She, she'll just yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. 
And so this episode, and I'm not sure if this was voted for a lot because, one, it's very funny. Yeah, but I think it's because we mentioned it so many times in episode 182 that people just went, yeah, that was a really good episode. Yeah. So I think the campaigning in episode 182 for this one uh, did it very well. So here we go. Your number two episode of 2019, 161, with Harley Breen, Geraldine Hickey, Kirsty Wiebeck, and Damien Callum. <laughs> All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point if you get it correctly, a point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you're incorrect. So to Harley. Yes. Now, during the height of the Melbourne gangland wars, mm. Damien saw Carl Williams in a hotel bar. He walked over to him and asked him to take a photo of the group that Damien was with. Yeah or nah? And I can ask Damien. Ask him as many questions as you want. So, on, so you're in a bar. I wasn't yep. really listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have that yeah. effect on people. <laughs> he just work, he's just trying to remember what he put in his son's school bag today. <laughs> <laughs> it literally was. I was like, fuck, did I put oh, that lunch Jesus. in there? <laughs> you're in a bar. Carl Will- Williams was in there. Yeah. And he came and approached you. No. no, no. You... Sorry, say it again. I literally did Damien approached yes. Carl Williams. Yes. And said, can you take a photo of the group I'm with? Yeah. Why would you pick him? Did you know who it was? Yeah, t- totally knew who it was. Yeah. Why'd you pick him to take a photo of the group? Um, because I was, this, this is a true story. Uh, he walked into the bar. And he was, it was right in the middle of everything. And the whole bar just went like quiet. Yeah. And he just kind of went and sat in a booth. And then there was like 15 or 20 minutes of like, Everyone being, and then everything just kind of settled down. And I was with a big group. It was like knockoff drinks for TV shoot. Yep. And um, one of our crew was leaving, so having drinks and stuff. I thought, oh, it would be a good idea to get a photo yep. like before they leave. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you chose I literally, one of the most notorious. Yeah. There was about, so there was about 15, 20 of us all gathered around. And I literally um, had my camera in my hand and I turned around. And Carl Williams was standing right next to my elbow. And you know when it's really obvious that you've yep. gone, yep. oh, um, it would have been weird to not ask him. Because <laughs> he was right there. Because <laughs> he was right there. And he looked at me and I looked at him and I just went, oh, get out, mate. Do you mind taking a photo for us? And I handed him the camera and he just went, oh, yeah, all right. And so I turned around and I had this beautiful moment where they were all looking straight at him, but he couldn't <laughs> see my face. <laughs> And I was just beaming as I was like, people just go, what? And what? So I went and crouched down in front and turned around and he, and he tried to take the fire and he, he couldn't make the camera work. So I had to get up and teach him. He's not shoot. the type of guy you want to go, just point and shoot, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I had to go. Yeah. Don't I had you have to, an iPhone? I had to teach him how to shoot. Also, <laughs> very, very good in case he decided to murder you mm. and... His prints are on your camera. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, that was that well was, thought that out. That was yeah. the other thing going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys all talk about it post photo? Uh, like, did everyone yeah, go? We, you just we, got after he left. There was a little bit of there was a little bit of just playing it cool, and then after he left, we, he left about twenty minutes later. Yeah. Uh, everyone just what the fuck were you thinking? But there was also there was also mass enjoyment. Of course. Yeah, it, was a, it was a comedy TV series, so it was like. What, what was, was it? it? Skit House. Skit House. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. good gag. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a well-told story, and you're such a wonderful storyteller. 
but yeah, but you've seen some of my fictional stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> World yeah. War One diary, not a true word in it. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. some of the best work. So yeah. I get. I know. Look, there's not many people that are so consummate at telling real and fictional stories. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's very a lot difficult. that you guys have presented yeah. with today. <laughs> I'm going to say that you were definitely in a bar with Carl Williams and you discussed this as a funny scenario, but it did not happen. Okay. You no. are incorrect. Oh, it was true. A point there for so Damien. Oh. <laughs> Come on. I know. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> what was the photo like when you got it developed? A little bit blurry. Yeah. 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 I think it was digital. Like it was pre-cameras phones. Mm. So this was maybe like 2004. Or something yeah. like it's on a little Canon digital. So it was on camera. a little, yeah, it was a yeah. little digi. So when so. you watched Underbelly, did you think, oh, I wonder if our scene made it? I wonder if there's a yeah. scene where. <laughs> yeah, I did. The <laughs> cast of <laughs> well, I went further than that. I wrote the scene and <laughs> yeah. sent it to them. It's a vital part of, of the story. <laughs> just said, yeah. Uh, me, he Scott was with a he was with a uh, a woman who wasn't Roberta oh. as right. well. Right. Oh. So. All right. So to Damien, you got a point mm. there. Now Geraldine, this weekend is playing in the Community Cup, a football game that raises money for charity. It's taken very so seriously by the players, <laughs> and Jez was told she had to attend training if she wanted to play. Halfway through the one training Jez did, she was exhausted, and while she doesn't normally do this, she had to spit. Jez turned her head and spat, but due to the wind, it blew back and hit herself in the eyes. She then rubbed her eyes with her hand, but forgot she still had the residue of some deep heat on her hands from earlier. It was then she realised that training is fucked. Yeah or nah? Oh, that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a former Community Cup player myself. Connolly Metal. In fact, there's three oh. Community Cup players in this yep. room. Mm. Yep. Mm. You play for the Mega Hertz? I play for the Hertz, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, I played three times, a win record of two two wins, one loss. Okay. Not bad. I'm, this I'm is your first game? This is my first game. I'm fucking pumped for you. Mm. It's over here in the north now, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's... A it, it's <laughs> Near my house. It's where I walk my dogs. Oh, <laughs> so heaven. pumped. Victoria Park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Oh, Vic Park. Right. Okay. Used to be over in the Wick. It was a lot easier for the Where are we training? <laughs> at, at Fleming Park down um, near Triple R. Oh, yeah. It's Sunday yeah. mornings they Sunday have Sunday morning. Yeah. Who's, who's coaching? Tim. And he's uh, a new coach. Yeah. And because I <laughs> Timmy, so Timmy, spiritual coach or actual coach? T who? What? <laughs> Timmy, you said you said there's two coaches here. No. Oh no, one coach. It's Tim, and then there's um, uh, EBL, yep. who's also playing. It's just giving a bit of a hand with the coaching, yeah. mostly organising stuff. You know. Yeah. What position are you playing? Forward pocket. Ah, oh, forward pocket. The dream. Mm. Well, as selected forward pocket, that doesn't really exist anymore. Forward pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it does Tenuous, community cup when community you've cup. got yeah. it seems like can't do much <laughs> on <laughs> the forward um, pocket. <laughs> so you've been to training once. You did. Where, did you do the DP yourself, or they got trainers? You oh no, because this happened like uh, not like. So I went to a training session not long after festival, and yeah. I because I had a cold for like I got that post festival cold. Yeah, and uh, so I just went. I don't have to do anything. I'm going to lie down for a fucking week. Yeah, and then that just fucked my lower back. Yeah, right. Um, so when I went to train, I thought, oh, look, I found some deep heat. And, and so I'll, I'll rub that on my lower back. Just Where'd to you find it? In a medicine cabinet at home. At home. You know. okay. That's the right place. So you've yeah. Used, yeah. You've, yeah. So you've used it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She knows where yeah. This guy's a fucking idiot. Doesn't know, how to, <laughs> doesn't know how to build a fort inside. Doesn't know where deep heat's kept. Yeah. Oh, she found it in a time yeah. capsule buried in Carlton Gardens. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she followed some coordinates and dug it up. <laughs> 
fucking ask serious <laughs> questions, David. <laughs> yeah, so I... That's exactly where I keep mine. Yes, you've, you've hit the nail on the head. I could, I could, what am I thinking? I could never have built a fort. <laughs> what? Kidding myself. Well, you know the basic yeah. rules of building a fort yeah, is you've got to know yeah, where the yeah, defence no, kept. <laughs> I've put it together. I don't know if I can ask another question now, <laughs> <laughs> but I will. Yeah, uh, did you stop training after that? Did you? Oh mate, my eye was burning <laughs> like a fucker. I don't yeah. know if you've ever rubbed deep heat in your eye, but it. No, stinks. I don't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> it really stinks. I'm like yeah, it was like halfway through training. So yeah. and yeah, and I. Fu- that, anyway, I rubbed it. it I got deep heat in my eye, and it fucking hurt. It really burnt. And I went, "This is." Fucking bullshit. Left or right eye? In the this one, in my right okay, eye. That's the one you've been rubbing. I was just checking. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, look, I'm purely going by watch Hickey's face while you tell the story, and I could see her reliving the pain and the moment. So you're gonna say nah? So I'm gonna say yes. You say yes? Yeah. That it did happen. It was nah. Oh, a point there for Geraldine. Good storyteller. Thank you. Right. Have you ever Take done a it? a few lessons from that, couldn't you, Dad? I can't believe a word comes out of her mouth now. <laughs> Have you ever Where done do a similar thing? But I'm not even playing at the cup. Oh, aren't you? No, I am. Oh, <laughs> gotta be good. Come on. You should get another point for that. <laughs> Can you, you take all my points <laughs> off? There's not I'm many. Like to worthy. be honest, there's not many there. There's not. <laughs> well, Hickey and I are playing in a team, so it's I, fine. I, I have rubbed um, uh, like hot sauce in my eye before, so I was reliving that. Okay. Have yeah, I've rubbed chilies. I've rubbed chili in my eye. No. <laughs> so I did it once with a product called Breathe Easy Oil. So it's got a similar kind of. It's got eucalyptus in it, and you put it in a. Oh yeah. Uh, like under a candle, so that oh. it emits that, and then went did a wee and forgot that it was oh. on my hand. Oh, did a wee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You popped it on your toddy. On your toddy. Oh. On your right toddy. There you go. Correct usage. I deep heated my willy. All right, to Geraldine. Now, Kirsty once right. swam the peered pub race in Lawn, but 100 metres into the swim, she lost her shorts. Realising this, she had to swim against the stream of swimming swimmers coming towards her to find her lost shorts. She eventually found them and then swam the rest of the race with her legs splayed so they didn't fall off again. Yeah or nah? What <laughs> would you have on underneath your shorts? Swimmers. Yeah. But they were my brand new weddy shorts. Like they were brand new, hot off the press, first time worn. So you I wasn't going to leave them in the ocean. They were so new that you didn't try them on before buying them. <laughs> no, I did try them on, but you know how like once water gets involved, yeah. it can make things a bit what, bigger than they What are these wetting shorts? Are you, they're, wet so they're, exactly like, they're, they're exactly like a wetsuit. Like they're wetsuit material, oh. but they're like bike shorts. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you I've seen them in your bathroom cabinet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 they're really good for a flag in your fort yes, as well. Yes, right as a flag. <laughs> That's why you wouldn't want to leave it in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your way home to build a fort. Yeah. Yeah. And they keep your todger dry. <laughs> 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 and right. another one. Oh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I th- wetsuit, like when you wear a wetsuit, kind of sticks to you a bit. Um, so w- I just, yeah, so they, they were too big for you. Yeah, but they didn't seem it in the shop. Right. When they were dry and when I was vertical. Okay. But the second I got wet and hoary... <laughs> Tell me about it. I lose my pants when I get wet and horizontal all the time. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. I'm never using the full word again. (laughs) Hurry! I just slipped straight out of it. (laughs) Wet and hurry. Wet and hurry. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Uh, And how uh, how far ahead were you? Did you like um have to 
like how many people did you have to push out of the way to oh to swing stacks. back because it was only a hundred meters in. All right, and I'd started at the front, yeah, like on the on the rope, and there was like about ten rows of people behind me, okay. hundreds of people in my heat. Yeah, yeah. What was yeah. your heat? Um, like old women, basically. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? 36. Fuck off. You can't be an old woman. <laughs> was it old? It was like, the, you know, like 30 to 45. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Old, old women. Old women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of women approaching the last horror of their life. <laughs> Wet and horror. Oh. <laughs> So good. That is really horrid. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, right. I just, yeah, so we, um, and they were just floating on the water. They didn't sink or anything. No, they were floating. Right. Yeah, straight. It took a while to find them. And how did you? How did you go putting them back on while treading water? Absolute nightmare. Yep. I it, up a good forty-five seconds of my time. Yep. Shaved it off my PB. <laughs> <laughs> Stacked it on. <laughs> and how many times have you done the Peter Pub? One. Okay. That was my first. Okay. And so that's, yeah. that PB line's bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nah. <laughs> it was my best time. I swam 1.2 k's in three days. PB. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and um, I just, I just, I just, I want to. S- I don't know what else to ask because I I just cannot picture wetsuit shorts falling off. Yeah. So because well, usually they're very tight. Yeah, and if sure may, maybe they're not wet suits. So I'm going to say nah. You are incorrect. It was yeah. How what did you do that? Like how can you grab them with your heels? <laughs> you must know they're fucking getting what by the knee area. You what? fucking split your legs then. What are you doing? I tried, but they kept falling down. <laughs> Throw them in like a parachute. Right, there was a lot of drag. But you know why? Because because all it is is a draw cord. Because you know how wetsuits are tight. They're yeah. also all joined. Ah. So even if the bottom was too big for you, it's attached to the top. Yes. So the top's not coming down over your shoulders or anything. Oh, so they were but these too are big. just shorts. Yeah, they're too big. Way too big. <sighs> but so what happened was I got wet and hoary and then, <laughs> and, then and then they just had like a, a couple of centimetres yeah, just flapping right. about and because they were wet, I just slipped straight out of them. Because I've got a wetsuit that I can barely fucking get into. Mm. Which is how they're meant to be. Yeah. 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 But and these I are just shorts. They're actually a terrible design. Because uh, well, I don't, I don't know how you'd get them to stay up anyway, even if they were tight. Because Some it's suspenders. just a drawstring. <laughs> you need swimming suspenders. suspenders. Yeah. That's what you need. Yeah. You, you know, do. Because yeah. it's just a drawstring. Water's going to get in there. Yeah. And that's how I knew I was coming unstuck because suddenly I had like a really cold Four of the last seven crack? people who yeah, won the right. Peter Pub like, were wearing leader houses. <laughs> Yeah, you need some swimming leader houses. Swimming leader houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to wear next year. That is a that gap in the market. Yeah, yeah. Someone get onto yeah. that. That was this year. Waiting for you on it was the this pier. year. Yeah. Yeah. And you know how I towed them in, like between my ankles? <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to tell you this. When I got out of the water, I was really sad because I'd been training and like I wanted to swim a good time. Mm. So I was quite devo. And I got to the finishing line. That's devastated. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. Once I'd straightened up out of the hoary position, I got to the finishing line and I was so sad and I found out that I'd actually swum an okay time. 
Right, and Ooh. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And I was like, oh, but, you know, I've come last. And I hadn't come last. I'd actually come at, like, just after the two-thirds mark. Oh. So oh. I'd beaten a huge chunk of people, which just leaves me wondering what happened to them out there. <laughs> they're all still yeah. trying to yeah. find their pants. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they're all old women. <laughs> <laughs> The no. first 100 metres, they got hit by someone going the wrong way. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> they never recovered. You fucking drowned them. <laughs> someone, someone saw them, they looked up and saw, oh, I yeah. fucked this up. I'm going the wrong <laughs> way. <laughs> I get home and find them, like they're tangled up in the shorts. I've towed yeah. them in. <laughs> Just shorts are full of old women. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a point there to Kirsty. Now to Kirsty, with the news of Harley's TV show, Taboo, Channel 10, watch mm. it. His old high school principal got in touch with his management to ask if Harley would come and speak to the students especially those at risk, as the principal said in the email, because Harley was a terrible student and became something, Harley has not responded but was very close to just writing back, fuck you. Yeah or nah? Oh. I can ask questions. Yep. (laughs) 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 I'm bad at constructing (laughs) questions. Uh, When was this? When did I get... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when did I go to school? When did I get the phone call? Oh, great. Was it a phone call now? Wasn't wow. it? it was an email. <laughs> <laughs> She's already been busted. <laughs> I got a phone call from my management mm. yeah, oh, to okay, ask sure. me if I was okay. interested. All right, good recovery. And that's what I wanted to come back with was fuck you. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. And it's the second time he's contacted me. Oh, yeah. yeah. What what successful thing had you done the first time? Breakfast radio. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he called up live on air. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. To ask you to do a gig? No, because I'd told a story about school the the previous week and he called up with a point of order about the story, saying that I'd made it up. Oh, did he give a little (laughs) bit of... Stop replying to jokes. (laughs) So I I told the story of me turning up to school with with a... um, Packet of tobacco in your... (laughs) 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 No, I turned up with an act and no one had asked me to do that. And it was my first real performance and I just turned up as a clown. I had this whole clown act and I told the story and said how it went. And he called up and went, it didn't exactly go like that. I'm like, all right, mate. The way it exactly went was pretty fucking boring. I was spicing it up for radio. He said, why don't you call it a dinner spinner, Harley? (laughs) 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 So, yeah, anyway, so he's, he's messaged through and asked if I'll come back to the school. For which I didn't, um, uh, I didn't graduate. Oh yeah, because he was so bad to the bone. No, I just left the school. I left yeah. school when I was fifteen. Cause so why do you want me to come back? Because the principal was a punisher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Um, oh, it'd be good if I could think of a question that would help this. Or do you think you know what it is already? Um, what are you leaning towards? I'm going to have a punt. Right. I reckon. I reckon it's yeah. You are incorrect. It was nah. nah. Point for Harley. No one's asking me to come back to a school <laughs> <laughs> at all. I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I didn't, so I, how long ago have you left school? How is he still fucking there? I know. Yeah, I, that's what I was thinking. Oh yeah. I did go to a careers day once. I was booked by somebody um, <laughs> who'd seen me at a gig, and they like, can you come and do a careers day at school for grade tens? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll come and do that. And as I was, she met me at the front gate and she's like, okay, so we're going in. She goes, now, no swearing. And I went, oh, no, there'll be swearing. She was like, no, 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 you can't do any swearing. I'm like, 
I'm definitely going to swear. It's it, there's 400 grade ten, so I'm going to swear. And so I get there and do the gig. Um, swore like I said, g'day. I probably even said g'day fuckos or something like that. And then <laughs> and then talked about that I just had a baby and I made it with my dick. And then talked about other stuff and talked about how I got into the industry. Whatever. It was actually a lot of fun. Afterwards, the principal came up to me and said, "How did you do that? And I went, what was that?" She goes, "You had them in the palm of your hand." For half an hour. I went, yeah, I said fucking dick in the <laughs> opening minute. They're 15 years old. Yeah, easy <laughs> as. Not rocket Easy. But hence why I would never be invited back to my own school. Did they, yeah, um, did they do like a Q&A afterwards? Like were they? Yes. Th- and was um, the first <laughs> question, <laughs> do you know Carl Barrett? Carl Barrett. <laughs> 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 no, it was, do you know Dave Hughes? Yeah. <laughs> it happened in. And now we have our number one episode of the year which i almost almost disqualified mainly because we recorded it in 2018 now this episode was only meant to be a patreon only episode that's why you should become a patreon member you get all these extra bonus ones now this one stars ben russell and matt stewart ben is playing michael kane sorry sir michael kane and Louis through. Ben and I share an office at Stupid Old Studios, and occasionally he'll make me laugh a lot by doing dumb characters. I pitched to him, hey, would you like to do a Patreon one? He was like, I'm not sure how it would go. And I said, I'll, I'll work it all out so we can make sure that you have enough breather so I'll have another person there so you don't have to talk to yourself the entire time. Turns out that was not going to be an issue. Uh, he is so, so smart and so, so funny in this episode. Now... This episode, Matt was once again just next door. I said, hey, do you want to come in and help out? It's just a Patreon-only episode. Don't worry. You don't need any stories from you. It'll be fun. It'll be quick. Took a whole hour. We were laughing so much. And uh, you can just see how talented not only Ben is, but Matt by just going along with it all and keeping up, up with it. Very, very good. Very good guy to have on the podcast, that Matt Stewart. So this is your number one episode of 2019, recorded in 2018, but we'll let it fly. Here it is. Thank you for listening. But here it is, episode 161 with Matt Stewart and Ben Russell as Sir Michael Caine and Louis Theroux. Uh, So to Matt, when Michael, Michael Caine, Sir Michael Caine was in the Philippines he almost got kicked out of a private party because the host thought he was a drug dealer. The reason they thought this, because everyone who went up to him said, Michael Caine, the host thought they were saying, my cocaine. <laughs> yeah or nah? Um, can I, we could, so me and Theroux can ask questions? Yes, of course. Okay, great. Um, I'll kick it off if you don't mind, Louis. No, that's fine, please. Um, Michael, what, what, I mean, is are you are you a guy who does like a bit of cocaine? Well, of course. Uh, uh, the 60s and 70s were a wild time, but we didn't get a lot of cocaine. It wasn't <laughs> until the 90s came, and that's when we really blasted off, if you know what I mean. When well, the 90s you were filming films like um, Austin Powers. That's right. Yeah. And the set of Austin Powers, Gold Member, was an absolute riot. Yeah, Beyonce. Although I did not know who she was at the time. <laughs> and Michael Myers. Did you know Michael Myers? Yeah, yeah. He was in uh, different disguises. 
so you could never tell. I I thought it were different actors on the on the set. Know. Was he was he method? Austin Powers absolutely he, or didn't break Austin Powers. Never broke Austin Powers or Doctor Evil. So you didn't, or gold member or fat any bastard point. or fat. Uh, so I did not even realise that he was fat bastard yeah. until just then. It just blow my mind, Matt. What do you think? Because he, he's a Canadian man, but he did very so obviously very convincing English accent. Of course, I said, "Where are you from?" Austin Powers, uh, because I thought that he was playing himself. Yeah. A lot like when Eddie Murphy does one of his films. Right. He plays Eddie Murphy. Right. <laughs> Even in, what is it, is it The Clumps? <laughs> I've never heard of that film in my life. The Clumps or he played all the characters? The Natty Professor. Yeah. Very funny. Coming to America, great film. Uh, it's a fantastic film. Yeah. Um, the royal penis is clean. Yes, <laughs> Flubber. Was he in Flubber? I love Flubber. It was, is one of my favourite films. Was he in Flubber? Was that Robert absolutely Robert not? That was a Robert Williams. Yeah, yeah Doctor Doolittle. Doctor. Do- <laughs> that is where he could talk to the animals. Yeah. Yes. What else has Eddie Murphy been in? Beverly Hills Cop. Dream Girls. Dream Girls. Uh, what's that one where he plays him and a lookalike who's a nerd with Steve Martin? Uh uh, Bowfinger. Bowfinger. Bowfinger, yeah. That's right. Um, what else? Norbit. <laughs> That's what I was thinking with Flubber. Norbit. Mm-hmm. Norbit was like the other studio's Flubber. Oh. You know Norbit how they had, is. You know how they had Bugs and an Ant's Life? That yes. Was, yeah, that's There's Norbit always two Flubber. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird how the big like, studios do it. I've never been in a computer-generated film. Really? You should, you should do a voiceover for something. Really? Yeah. Ratatouille 2, you could play another rat or something. You think I could do that? <laughs> I reckon it's in your wheelhouse. Hello. I would like you to... I'm a rat <laughs> and I would like to make some delicious food for you. That's good. You got the part. I'll get my agent to <laughs> give him a call. Well, I'll say, Pixar, <laughs> make Ratatouille 2. Michael Caine will be in it. And you know what they'll do? They'll make it. Yeah. Just like that. I can make movies at a click of a wrist. <laughs> what are we? What game are we playing at the moment? This is yeah, no, nah, yeah. So, did, oh yeah, where did, are did someone my... actually say get yeah. out of my party? You're a drug so dealer. So I oh. think so. I think this did happen at a party in the Philippines. You say yes, yeah. that's right. I did say that. So you were at the Philippines. How long ago was this? Oh, this was maybe uh, ten uh, or five years. I don't know. I was doing a lot of cocaine. And every so now and then, I like to double. You were actually doing cocaine at the party where people mistakenly thought you were not, your name was my cocaine. Yeah, and this is the twist: is that they thought that I was doing a lot of cocaine, and I said, "I don't know what you're talking about. I'm Michael Caine." <laughs> and the guy was like, "Yes, that's what I mean. Everyone's saying Michael Caine," and I'm like, "No, that's my name. <laughs> it's Michael Caine." And he's like, "If it's your cocaine, then you've got to give it me some." And I'm like, I don't have any Michael Caine. I am Michael Caine. And he's like, oh, I'm very sorry. It's been a terrible mix-up. I will not throw you out. And then I went over to the toilets and I did all of Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's a, I think that's a very convincing story. It's a, it's a yeah from me. Yeah, you going... are correct. It was, yes. Yes, the, I was going to say, you, you just totally, Sorry. You totally ignore me. I was going to say something. <laughs> you just talked over. So I, I, I think that I should get at least some points. Okay, you both get a point there. Okay, Thank you very Louis much. And... I was going to say yes, by the way. I was going to say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You wouldn't lie, would you, Louis? What are you talking about? 
Would you lie? No, I'm one of the most trustworthy people on television. You wouldn't lie to get a big scoop? Don't you think you... Yeah, I mean, you manipulate these poor people, get into their trust and then make them look like fools in you, your little documentaries. Do you think that perhaps you're being a bit foolish right now? I don't, am I? Just sort of talking to me like that? Oh, no. I mean, if I were you, I would feel a bit weird about doing that. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I am don't now. Don't think so? Yeah, a bit yeah. strange. Is now a good time? I mean, I don't want to be a trouble. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't want to come in here and tell you what to do. Yeah, I'm, but, I'm sorry. Yeah. At the end of the round, the scores are Michael Caine on three points. Yes. Louis Theroux on four points. Yeah, right in your face. And also on four points, it's Matt Stewart. Wow, right. you, were, you English fellas are doing a lot of work for your points. But um, it I'm almost not... feels like you should be some super English team where you get to combine points. Are you, oh, are you trying to make the listener... Pick sides. Is it a straight? It's like the ashes. Yeah. Well, this actually, the ashes I of... live in LA. Oh, yeah. So, so it's a tri, tri continental, tri nation, international. So, wow. Maybe do some research <laughs> next time. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. This final round has got hoo 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 in this round. I'll read out a bunch of questions about everyone in this room. I'm not included though. You have to tell me who you think it, who who it is about. So, your name's your buzzer. First one is this one. Oh, Speaking of the Who, do you know that Keith Moon is not actually dead? Oh. He lives on a base in the moon <laughs> where you can live forever. And that is where I am going and where I am going to live forever as well. All, the, that's all the rich people get to go to the moon and, and they get past a certain age. And Australian character comedian Peter Moon. Remember that guy? I do indeed. He's there. From the comedy company. Yes. I love that film. Is that, is that, is that just a coincidence that those... Two guys with the surname Moon live on the moon now? Or is that part? Is that something how part of it? No, I don't like to believe in coincidences. I think it's part of something bigger, perhaps. Right. Yeah. Our first question. <laughs> who here used to drink two bottles of who here used to drink two bottles of vodka and smoke eighty cigarettes a day? Matt. Michael Ken. Yes, Matt. It's Michael, Michael You are correct, yes. <laughs> point for Matt. I'm yes. sorry, I was not even playing the game. I just said my name because that is what I used to do. 80 darts a day, that's a lot. Well, you don't get dulcet tones like this without smoking a lot of darts. <laughs> next, next question. Whose first acting role was in a school production of Bugsy Malone? Louis Theroux. Yes, Louis. Uh, Michael Caine. No, it was you, Louis. You've forgotten. That was a point off Louis there. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was playing a little mind game there. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Bugsy Malone, that's the, the one, the, the movie with all the child actors. Is that, I should have. Isn't that yeah, the, the right. Charlotte Hornets basketballer biopic? That's, that's, Actually, Mug, I do that's Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues, yeah. I do remember that. It was a long time ago. But uh, my cousin, uh, Justin Theroux. Yes, he is your cousin. Yes, he said, you should, Louis, you should do some some acting perhaps, you know. And I was like, I don't know, Justin, you're much better looking than me, you know. And he said, just do it, Louis. Okay, just do it, Louis. And and I said, I'm not as good as you. I haven't, you know, you're going to go on to great things like uh, Charlie's Angels 2. Uh, <laughs> Maniac on Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. Don't tell him that I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> okay. He keeps on coming at me. He's like, Louis, have you seen this? I, I wrote Tropic Thunder. And I'm like, yes, I know Justin. I've seen it. Did he write Trumpet Thunder? He did, That's yeah. A good string to his bow. Next question. Who here has appeared in a gay porno? 
Uh, Michael Caine. Yes, Michael Caine. I was just saying Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> no, Michael, you were, although you, you probably did, but this one is Louis, Louis Theroux. Yeah, Louis. that's right. I, in your face, Michael. Uh, you really... I, I have actually been in a gay porno, but that was just in the background. Well, that's what Louis Theroux was. He was just a yeah, I know, Yeah, I know, exactly. So we've got something in common, don't we, Michael? That's right. Although I noticed that you blinked many times. <laughs> and you never blink in anything that you do. Blinking is a sign of weakness. If I see someone blink, I'm like, what are you doing on the stage? You don't deserve to be on the stage of the film. It's amazing that you two guys are from the same country. So different. Yeah, well, you know, different strokes, different folks. Yeah, it is yeah. weird. It is also weird that I would think that just because you're from the same country yeah. of multi million people, do you think people. that that might be racist? <laughs> I think it maybe it is. But to me, it seems a bit racist. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to come in here and say that what you're doing is racist. But it seems is does, is that okay? You can say that. Is that okay? That can I? I don't want to be you know presumptuous and say that you're a racist pig. Mm. But. But yeah. you sort of are saying that. Really? Well, that's that, that's that fails. Well, I didn't mean to. Please apologize. Uh, uh, please apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Who is name, real name, is Morris Micklewhite? Who's Matt. A, yes, who's Maurice That's got to be Michael, Michael Caine. Caine. That is Michael Caine, yes. <laughs> Point there for Matt. Yeah, when Mother God rest her soul, used to go, Morris, <laughs> Morris, why don't you change your name? It's a stupid name. I don't know why I gave it to you. I'm like... <laughs> Maybe, mum, I will, and then I will be. And then, the moment I did, I was in the Italian job. Did you Did you know that Michael Caine? <laughs> Is that true? Absolutely. Like you just appeared. No, I just went down to the office and said, <laughs> "I'd like to change my name to Michael Caine." And then the moment I did, I found myself standing on a set inside of a in a Italy car. <laughs> in a in a in, in a, Italy in a, in a Morris Minor. A li- no, that's right. A little mini. A little mini. Yeah, it was a mini. Yeah. In the streets of Rome. That's why they called it. The what, did, what did you think? Were you happy with the the remake featuring Marky Mark? I never saw it. Was it Marky Mark? Was it? Yes, um, it was. Oh, well, it was Marky Mike, and <laughs> you were Marky Mike in the first one. Marky Mark. Do you call <laughs> yeah. yourself Marky Mike? Absolutely Mark, Mark, not. Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> and, and it was the uh, uh, what's that? Very serious gentleman. Very serious actor. Edward Norton. Oh, yeah. He is very serious. He comes up to me and he's like, Michael, do you have any tips? And I'm like, just act. <laughs> That's a good tip. Yeah. Next question. Whose father was a travel writer? Oh, Louis Theroux. Yes, Louis. That's Louis Theroux. You are correct. Yeah, point there for Louis. Yeah, it's quite You've... a famous writer. Your rules are going out the window. It's the bonus ones. It's Patreon. All right. It's all, it's all out yeah, the window. It just feels like the A-list celebrities come in and you just do well, whatever they like. Matt, we're quite, I really need we're them quite... to come back on. Okay? <laughs> all right. We're quite wealthy, so we can. the rules don't usually apply to us. Right. Yeah. There is a secret country that all rich people could go to that you can only get in if you're very rich. Is it on the moon? No, it's not in the moon. It is in Europe. And you can hunt a hobo. <laughs> That's one of the perks of yeah, yeah. This European. where is where exactly in Europe? It's is kind it? of near. Um, what's that? Um, like uh, Luxembourg. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. It's kind of near Luxembourg. Yeah, it's a little uh, pr- province in Luxembourg. Right, and they strictly do hobo hunting. It's what they're known for. I went, for some reason, I think Luxembourg is a very rich country. Yeah, it is. So, so, so they, they like, ship in the hobos, do they? 
yeah, they ship in the hobos from all the surrounding countries. Whichever whichever country is hosting the Olympics, all the all the homeless people just get shipped to Luxembourg. That's right. It was a very yeah, and I like when the last time, and I picked a bow, an arrow, and I bowed someone right to the heart. So it's sort of like a Hunger Games. Yeah, kind of. Except instead of children, they're usually just hobos. <laughs> All right, next question. Who here almost died in Korea? Who almost died Matt, in Korea? Yes, Matt. That feels like a Michael Caine. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Matt. What, what happened Caine? there, Michael? In the Korean War. Yeah, that's right. I loved you to fill in. I was it. in the Korean War, and not a lot of people know that. How old were you at the time? I think I was about 16. <laughs> well, this is, a, this is a fact. That's where that famous song, Oh yes, he was only 19, 19. <laughs> came from. <laughs> <laughs> for, for you know, they didn't want to get sued, so That's they right. changed the changed the number. I said you can't use my right age <laughs> <laughs> because then you wouldn't be able to like be in, in the army. So That's that, right. Yeah. I, I I I lied to get in. I'd say this. I've got to get in there. There was there's also a lot of very Australian references like Pucker Punyal. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pucker Punyal. <laughs> so that was all about you. Absolutely, but it was all tweet. It was all tweet. Well, right. this this is a little fact I found out doing some research into a factoid. Yeah, Sir Michael Caine, that you hate the smell of garlic because when you are in Korea, the soldiers would chew garlic, and so every time you smell garlic, you now get sent back to your time in Korea. I don't like garlic. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I do like how you would attack something like that. Like, I mean, Josh just said that. And all you did to add to it was say it slightly more. I don't like it. <laughs> but but Louis loves garlic, especially with mushrooms and a bit of lemon yeah, juice. Yeah, I love that. If I tweet that out, I could tweet that out again. Yeah. And it would get more follow, more people. They'd literally just lap up anything that I say. If I just, if I call you, you know, if I said, um, Matt Stewart is a fuckhead, people would just tweet that out <laughs> and it would be, you'd be famous. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Would you mind doing that for me? Absolutely. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. Done. We'll get the listeners to this to retweet it too. Yeah. Okay, next, our last question for the game. Who here is a huge <laughs> chill-out music fan? Louis Theroux uh, really does not like you, man. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Which with pretty good reason, I think. I like you. Oh, thank you, Michael Caine. That's right. If I had to choose between uh, chasing you through the streets of Luxembourg <laughs> and putting a bow and arrow through your heart, I would decide against it. Oh, that is... That that does mean a lot. Thank That's you. all right. We're friends now. <laughs> Who here is a Speaking huge... of which, I have a new sale for you. I've, I could give you a free table. Wait, hang on. Were you being asked me just to sell me cane furniture? Absolutely not. I will give you this table for free. And tables. You, so tables are? Are the new chairs. <laughs> People, you, mark my words, both of you, will all be sitting on tables five years from now. And you'll be saying, Michael Caine was a genius. <laughs> Not just on screen, but off. And our final question. Who here is a huge chill-out music fan and even got a three-record deal in 2007? Matt. Yes, Matt. That's got to be Louis through. No, that was Michael Caine. What? That's right. Do you know the uh, YouTube uh, lo-fi hip-hop on, U- on YouTube? That's me. Really? Yeah, I uh, weave in the chill, the chill beats. Yeah, well, you mentioned him earlier. Elton John was the one who got you this deal. Apparently, you were at a dinner party. And correct me if I'm wrong. You're at a dinner party, and he was playing songs, and you knew every single artist, and it, the year it came out, and the album it came from, and it was all like current chill out. And you're like, yeah, you're a massive fan of chill out. That's right. It started. Uh, people, not a lot of people know this, but I 
used to. I was a, a member of parliament for the Ministry of Sound. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't and that's I? how you got your knighthood. That's right, it did. So yeah, Ministry of Sound, I was a treasurer. And I learnt a lot of stuff <laughs> from that. I went to Ibiza. And uh, after that, they said, you've done such a good job. We're going to give you a knighthood in the British royalty. When I think of chill out music, um, I think of like, you know, like All Saints, Pure Shores, that sort of stuff. Is that the kind of... That is very pedestrian, okay? Wait, how... I'm talking like acid jazz. Like break beats, you know, get down and dirty, dirty little rhythms. And and Matt and Louis, I'll give you a bonus point. Louis, I'll actually give you yeah. double points. Okay. If you can guess what Michael Caine's first album was called. So Michael Caine, what was his first album called? Uh, I'm Michael Caine. No, it's not no? My, I'm okay. Michael Caine. Uh, Matt. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> no, it was called Caned. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's right. I always try and fit in a pun for my name. <laughs> Will Anderson actually taught me that. He said, he said, Michael Kane, you've got to make everything you do has to have a pun in the title. That's why I am Willarius. And I'm like, Willarius, you are so right. And and I've never I've never stuck doing that. Right. I, Will Anderson has taught me everything that I know about titles. <laughs> At the end of the game, the scores are Michael Kane on two points. Give it up for Michael Kane. Thank you very much. Louis Theroux on four points. Four well points. Done, Louis. There we go. Okay. But our winner in the first bonus Patreon full episode is Matt Stewart. Give it up for Matt Stewart on six points. Well yes. I've, no, I've never won an episode of uh, Don't You Know Who I Am, so it's, it's great to be winning now that very few people are listening. There's enough people listening, okay? I, I mean, as a percentage, though, right? Yeah, as a percentage. Sorry, I, didn't, I wasn't having a go at your Patreon numbers. <laughs> it sounded like you were having a it go. It did of... sound like that. I, I really should Do take Do you think that back. it's appropriate to really have a go no, at someone's No, I feel like you've, you've put numbers? me in a frame of mind where I'd say something I'd regret. You... Oh, really? Yes. Okay, so that's quite interesting, isn't it? You think that it's perhaps might you're blaming me for saying something that might be hurtful. I was just saying... There's, I you mean, are not looking good right now, mate. <laughs> as a percentage, surely there's less people listening to the Patreon bonus episodes. These are an exclusive, it's an exclusive club. Yeah, it is. Very it feels exclusive. real cool to be in here. We're like, it's almost like we're, you know, out the normal episodes of Luxembourg, and in here is the Hobo Wars. Yes, the Hobo Wars are right here. Now, when you play, when you put it like that, I'm very much indeed involved in this. I do appreciate. Thank you so much for having me. So thank you for listening to this entire year or last year, I should be saying now, of Don't You Know Who I Am. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. So make sure you get it the day it comes out. Also, if you're in Perth, Brisbane, Canberra or Melbourne, come along to the live shows that are happening in your cities that I'm doing. So I do a podcast in every single city plus a stand-up show. In Perth and Canberra, I'm doing the stand-up show Joshua Talks. Great show, even if I do say so myself. And in Brisbane and Melbourne, I'm doing my brand, brand new show, which I'm very excited to perform, called Modern Contemporary. Make sure you get your tickets. Go to joshearl.com.au slash gigs. That'll help me out. If you also want to help out the podcast, you can be a Patreon subscriber. We just heard a clip about how good the Patreon stuff is. So as a little bonus... To take this episode out, here is probably the episode I found the most fun to record. It is the September bonus episode. Now, please, 
this was only meant to be a bonus episode. Some things are said. Some people are impersonated. Let's not be a dibber dobber, okay? Don't at them on Twitter. Don't write to them on, like, Facebook. Don't see them in the street and say, hey, I heard that these two comics were mimicking you. Let's just keep this to ourselves. If you want more of this kind of content, join the Patreon. I'll see you next week. Have a nice, safe New Year's. And thank you very much for uh, listening to the podcast. Hopefully I'll see you at one of the live shows in 2020. All right, this is our final round. This round causing an existential issue. <laughs> this round is called Hughes, 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 Hughes. In this round, I read questions about everyone in the room, both of you two. And if you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzer. You get a point if you get right, a point off if you get it wrong. Only round you can lose points. All right. <laughs> <laughs> can we lose points on this one, Hughesy? Oh, bloody hell. I'm sure I'd be so. I'd be. I'd be, this would shit me if I lost points. No, thank you. Question one. Whose current partner organised their first date when they heard them talk about her on the radio so she decided to call in? Hughes. Yes, Hughesy. Uh, it's bloody mine, isn't it? That is Dave Hughes, yes. That's yeah. what happened. That, that is what g- happened. That was a good day, wasn't it? It was buddy Ripper. Buddy in the radio with Kate. She's over in Italy. I believe at that point in time... Dave O'Neill was on as well. Yeah. Oh, bloody was, hell, Dave-o. It was Nova back in the early the early days. Yeah. He's Captain Dave. Yeah. Right. He's a good boy. And then, then O'Neill jumped ship to Vega. Oh, Vega. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> but Jeez. yeah, it's true. Your, your partner heard heard you talking about her on the on the radio. You were saying nice things and then she called in. And that's, that's pretty good. Known to be a bit of a charmer on the airwaves. Yeah, I can be a charmer. Go up and go, what's the... Uh, Shout, what's the time that your barbecue went wrong? <laughs> People call in. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza! <laughs> yes call or no? Discuss. Personally, I don't like it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Here's Dido. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Who here actually worked for a company creating emojis with an Australian flair, including pies, a barbecue, and a nonplussed face? Oh, Husey? Yes, Husey. I reckon it's Husey. You are correct. Yes, you did do that. That's emojis? That's impre- emojis, yeah. Trying to get him to call Hugies. <laughs> yeah, bloody had an emoji for a snake's alive. Oh, did you open up the bag? And they were all dead. Oh, no! <laughs> but that's a good get. You, you being the face of Australian emojis. Was I? Well, you weren't the face, but you were the consultant. You, they came to you and said, hey, is this what's going to fly in Australia? Oh, they came up to me and they said, Dave, Dave, Dave. Nobody's got more emotive face than you. I said, bloody oath. You are the everyman in Australia. So guess what? Who put googly eyes on a piece of poo? You're looking at him. <laughs> that was my brainstorm. It was the middle of the night. I woke up and said, Holly, poo needs to be looking back at you. She, <laughs> said, she said, did you get that from not flushing? I said, bingo. <laughs> now I take the rest of their day off. <laughs> Still got paid. Because <laughs> I'm under contract. <laughs> Next question. Who here was ducks of their high school? Yeah, bloody Husey. Yes, Husey. Husey. You were ducks of your high school. Yeah, bloody hell. I do quite often point out in interviews, though, a lot of dead shits at my high yes. school. <laughs> that is a go-to. Yeah, bloody Perth. No, 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 no it was Warnable. Warnable. Yeah, that was before. The <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did we go to Perth before that? Or was nah. it after that? No, I had a lot of bongs in Perth. <laughs> As I frequently talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Is it? Where did he live in Perth? Northbridge? 
Yeah, I think I went in Northbridge, uh, bloody doing some gigs at the Laugh Resort. Tell me it wasn't in Coburn, but if you read Coburn, what's it say? Coburn. That's what it says. Where is that silent? Where else is that silent? Nowhere else. No. You're bloody joking. And especially if you've got it, you're not silent, are you? <laughs> you like my cock's burnt. You're not saying my co's burnt. <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> I'm in emergency saying, oh, me co. Have a look at me co. Everybody won't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a bloody disgrace. Yeah, but good on them. Good on everyone. Emergency, they work really hard. Yeah, they do. Call the Dota, my co's burning. Okay. Uh, question four. Who had the Dalai Lama say that their eyes look crazy? Oh, Husey? Yes, Husey. Oh, was it Carl Stefanovic? No, it was Husey. Oh, oh bloody hell. I thought it was crazy Carl. Point he no. did that joke. He did do that joke. Yeah, but he won with everything. Yeah. Buddy, what are you talking about, Carl? Yeah, died in the ass, didn't it? That's why you don't open the Logies, buddy. <laughs> Are you are you Buddhist? I'm not uh, sure. Oh, uh, I mean, maybe a bit. I don't mind. Maybe you dabble. Yeah, why not? Bit of a yeah. dabbler. Stress myself around. I had a good life in the previous life. That's why I'm here now. You reincarnated? Yeah. <laughs> what were you before? Well, in a weird twist, I was a sheep before they went into the abattoir. It's where I used to work in Waterville. Went full circle. <laughs> Is that why you're vegetarian? Because you're working in an abattoir. Oh, to be honest, I've never thought about it, but yeah, I reckon that is. You see enough meat dangling from some hooks, you're like, no thanks. No, thank you. <laughs> and our final question for the game, this has been a great game. Who here has punched Harold Bishop in the face? Who punched Harold Bishop oh, in the bloody face? Bloody Husey. Yes, Husey. Bloody Husey. You did punch Harold yeah, Bishop in the face. me. You were, <laughs> you were acting. Two, two episodes of Neighbours. One of them was you were the bad guy who punched um, Harold Bishop in the yeah, face. He came out with his tuba. He said, what about this? And I said, no, thank you. That, that that sounds like a dying animal giving off some flatulence. And like I'm vegetarian, so I'm quite offended. <laughs> so guess what? Guess what? You can stick that tube up. <laughs> the sun don't shine. So thank you very much for playing Don't You Know Hughes I Am the, at the end of the uh, round. As a side note too, yes. bought all the houses in Ramsey Street after that. <laughs> That's why I became famous. <laughs> so buying up this entire suburb, bought it up. Bought up Erinsborough. Negative gear it. <laughs> Pay for you. Yeah, rented it all out. Even though you're a doctor, Dr. Carl, I bought you out of it. <laughs> Couldn't say no that sweet cash. <laughs> and then the round of the scores are Husey on eight points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Wait, do we win? Yeah, you win. Yeah! yeah! Husey wins. Good on, us. Good on us, high five yeah. And because you win, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first You got any, you got any shows or TV shows coming oh, up? I've got to go to a TV show uh, Yes The Masked Singer The Masked Singer <laughs> You should check it out, Lindsay Lohan's on it Lindsay Lohan, who else is judging? Oh, good question <laughs> Oh, so I'm on radio I uh, think Jackie O is one of the judges I oh, bloody Jackie yeah. O Yeah, so you, you know, you, you talk about Carl Oh, Carl, I mean, not Carl yeah, that's how we patch things up yeah, yeah, we patch it up through Jackie O She's alright, good on her. Yeah, she is. She's the cultural attache. She went in there. We actually holiday She's a diplomat. On, holiday in uh, one of those secret countries that only rich people go to. Oh, yeah. What an island. Yeah. yeah, we go to that secret island and hunt homeless people. <laughs> it's, a, it's a safari. It's a f- safari. We hunt the most dangerous game. Guess what? It's humans. <laughs> Thank you very much for playing. Don't you know who I am? Good night, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 